What's up, everybody? Welcome back. This is Cody Michael. I'm joined, as always, by Seth Ott. Oh, yeah. And Jared Buckendall. You know what they say, if the tuna's not on the toast, drop some cheese. <laughs> That's right. They do say that often, <laughs> I think. Yep. <laughs> I know exactly what that is. this a game of phrased out, do you think? Or... <laughs> I would not be good at this if that was one of them. <laughs> uh, that's the fake one. Damn, how'd you know? Well, you said the tuna's on the toast. Drop the cheese. Dude, we're about to drop some cheese on this episode. We are socially constipated here with the Monday show, and we hope you've had a great weekend. We're here to kick you off into your new week, hopefully give you some laughs, some things to talk about, and just update you on what's going on in our lives. want to give a shout out to those who joined us on last week's live entertainment outhouse. I'm going to go out on a limb here because we're taping this before then. I'm going to go out on a limb and say we had a lot of fun on that episode, mm. celebrating a little Halloween, getting into some talk about some big movies and things like that. So thank you for joining. Always so much fun having y'all in the comments. And I probably owe some people some prizes. So more to come, I guess, on that. But it's hard to speak into the future sometimes. That's, that's a lot of pressure to live up to, dude. I, I say we had a moderately good show. We, we got it together. Thumbs up. I'm saying that it was a show where we all argued, like we had our worst argument ever, and Ooh. that was the end of it. No more. That was our final show. Ooh, I think there, so. If it was the worst argument ever, so, it would say one of us would say I like a movie, and one would say we didn't. <laughs> so I, I think this is the last ever show that we put out. Oh no! But that was that was the end of it. Like we never talked to each other again, even after Cody's gonna put this one out as like a memorial. I'll probably say some mean things up front, like a special recording. You know, say, like, Seth's a dick, and Jared, you know, I guess he's okay, but that too. <laughs> the <laughs> end of the show is actually that Sarah McLaughlin song with all the, the sad animals. That's how it closes rather than the theme song. Mm-hmm. The, I'm going to write you a love song. That, yep, that's Sarah that's McLaughlin, right? Yep. Gosh, I love Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> She's great. Yeah, so apparently Seth just went fucking nuclear on the live show last week. <laughs> It killed the podcast. Uh, hopefully that was at least entertaining. But yeah, hope you're enjoying this post-mortem episode mm-hmm. of Socially Constipated. Honestly, Seth, I, I knew I was getting ambitious when I said that this show would be out on Monday. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a tall order. I, I can't tell you. I have on several occasions had to edit out Monday or like whatever day that shows would be just, dropping because I'm like, Ugh, that didn't come true. <laughs> it's, it's just you. Like it's a. I can't wait for you guys to hear this show on Monday on <laughs> Wednesday. And with recording audio, you can never get it the exact same, so it's yeah. clearly dubbed over. Yeah. One of oh, us yeah. say it, but it's still Cody's voice. <laughs> he accidentally goes through descript but hits the Spanish translation, so it's like, <laughs> I don't know what Monday is. Darn it. Damn it. Mondeo. Oh, Mondeo. You're, you're right. My bad. Well, it's, it's El Mondeo, but we don't got to mm. split hairs. Yeah. Well, it could be La Mondeo. Mm. depends how you look at it sometimes you fuck a monday and sometimes a monday fucks you (laughs) (laughs) i know i know a guy named monday (laughs) wow uh what's his number Uh, that text it to me never mind we gotta do the podcast lots of fun stuff ahead we're gonna get into i'll go out on a limb and say our favorite game that we have we're gonna get into that in just a few minutes one that takes Um, zero of my talents other than to put stuff into a into a bracket thanks (laughs) Well, it also doesn't leave an opportunity for you to win. So, and and none of us end up feeling stupid at the end. So, I think it's a good. <laughs> I think it's a good game. Uh, of course, talking about the tri- tournament of trivial topics. So, stick around for that in just a bit. We got some uh, a random assortment of headlines as we always do. So, strap yourselves in. We're gonna give you about sixty minutes of listening material today, and we're gonna kick things off like we always do with some chic tweets. I call you a punk. Iron Sheik was getting a little hostile on this one. I, I don't know what his problem was on at 3:28 p.m. on October 25th, but uh, it was Monday, was, man. Yeah, he was he was Monday. having a case case of the Monday Monday. It was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What if the apple did fall far from the tree? You fucking dumb son of a bitch! Then what?" <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love how we ended it with "Then what?" <laughs> yeah, then what, jabroni? I mean, it's a decent question, but. It seems like he, yeah, he's he has taken personal offense to something. I think that's his response. Maybe, maybe he's maybe he's an apple that is far from a tree, and he's not proud of that tree. I don't know what Sheik's background is like, or maybe 
he is a tree and an apple fell really far away and he's resent someone touched a nerve i guess is what we're saying on the sheik and we hope he feels better obviously this was one about this wasn't about a jabroni or someone who needed humbled this this was about the sheik and he was venting his frustrations and i understand that i understand that gotta do what you gotta do sheiky baby we love you sheik i call you a punk <laughs> Hey, folks, don't forget to go check out sociallyconstipatedpod.com. You're going to see links there to all of our social media profiles, every episode of every show that we do here on Socially Constipated. Also, chance to head out, join our mailing list, stay up to date on everything going on with us, get in on some secrets. Secret, secret. I got, I a, got secret. a secret. And, of course, become an anchor wanker. Kick wanker. us just a couple bucks a month. Keep the show going and growing. Shouts out to all of our existing anchor wankers. Really appreciate the support. Keep on keeping on. and We'll keep on putting out podcasts. As we said a moment ago, time to dive in. We're going to crown the champion of something in this week's tournament of Trivial Topics. A tournament of Trivial Topics. Fight. Tournament of Trivial Topics. Been a little bit, so I figured we would uh, throw one out here. I guess if this, uh, you might have to do a little bit more editing here because I'm going <laughs> to uh, say some dates. Uh, if this comes out on Monday, then it will be out on <laughs> November 1st, which is the begin of, beginning of No Shave November. Wait, you don't have to do that one. <laughs> no, it's be- No Nut November. <laughs> well, I'm not going to put up my eight favorite porn stars for debate here. Damn it. <laughs> Meaty Steve, was he on the list? <laughs> Meaty Steve was on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pecker Perry was what? also on there, too. Wow. Salami Sean. What about Felatio <laughs> Frank? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy about Felatio Frank is he just really loves anal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's the ironic thing. Holy cow. That's a good one. Wow. Don't forget oh. about Connie Lingus. She's one of my favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So no, instead of ranking those names. <laughs> that was a missed opportunity. We'll come back to that one. <laughs> we're, we are going to, uh, for No Shave November, uh, we are going to rank our favorite facial hairstyles. I guess not favorite, but the best of these eight. These eight. All right. Oh, man. This could, right. I, I feel like this one of these might get us canceled. <laughs> not a strong suit of the hosts in general. I think, let me know if you take offense to this, Jared, but I'll speak Ab- You know what? I'm going to stop you right there. No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> one third of us, exactly one third of us, is even familiar with how to have facial hair. Um, so, Seth, you might be driving a lot of the voting here, but uh, we'll, we will do our best. We may be thinking aspirationally, though, when, when we're thinking about our votes. Well, these are all pretty classic, pretty common facial hairstyles, so you don't even need to have facial hair here. You just need to, to judge it. We have first round here. We have just the classic stubble versus handlebar mustache. So you're saying like stubbles like a five o'clock shadow yeah. type thing. Ooh. Nothing, you know, nothing like too raised off the skin. You know, not like a, you know, strand of hair, but visible. Now a handlebar mustache. This is like a Sam Elliott where it goes down around yep. the sides of the lip, right? Yep. All the way down. So yeah, it drops down from the side all the way down to the chin and no connectivity. Mm. Otherwise. Ooh. Okay. So, okay. Aside from Sam Elliott, can you give me some examples of people that are rocking this? Is, is Hulk Hogan, is he one of yep. them? He's got okay. he's got a handlebar, brother. Kogan, famous handlebar. Oh yeah, brother. Gosh. Yep. I gotta say, I know my vote here. I respect the handlebar mustache. I will say that I, it's a difficult one to grow, certainly for me. For me though, the handlebar mustache often synonymous with people who don't want me to date their daughters, <laughs> and so <laughs> I am gonna <laughs> go with the stubble specifically. And I will continue the entire rest of this tournament with this in mind. Jason Statham, five o'clock shadow. Ooh. I, I vote emphatically Statham. for that. Yes. You know what? You might have picked the best stubble five o'clock shadow in Hollywood. I'm trying to I'm trying to you know, off the top of my head, I don't I don't know who else has one because he ha- he's rocking it in quite a few of his movies and it works. He's, Oof, he's, doing, look at he's that, too busy man. doing action to shave. Of, yeah. of course. He's from he shaves at nine and then from nine until five, he's actioning. So no time. Of course he got the shadow. Looks fantastic. I don't know, man. I feel like the there there's a lot of power 
with the handlebar mustache. There's a lot of um, white power. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Specific kind of power. <laughs> no. Oh man. Okay. You might have swayed me in the other direction. Maybe, maybe I go with the Jason Statham. I didn't mean to launch a smear campaign, but Seth, Seth did join it. Um, <laughs> you can vote for the handlebar and not be a racist. Sam Elliott, I actually think is a pretty. His views are pretty liberal. So no, I, that was just the clear and obvious joke that I had to make. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, okay, pitting the two people, we have Jason Statham versus Sam Elliott. I'm going with Sam Elliott because look at that mustache, man. It is in fur, like it, it is plump. That's not even a good word, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, he does have a handlebar, and it's very wide. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess it is handlebar, like in his westerns. Seth, I think you got to break a tie. I got to break the tie. Only you can prevent forest fires. Hmm, this is tough. Because I do like Sam Elliott and his, his crazy stash. <laughs> Stubble's pretty classic. I just think handlebar mustaches have had a, a bigger impact on my life between, you know, Sam Elliott, Hulk Hogan. I'm going to go with the handlebar. Handlebar's going to move on. I think it's the funnier <sighs> style anyway. Also, uh, Ben Stiller in Dodgeball. There we go. White. Yep. W-I-T. <laughs> E. I'm crushed by this. The stubble, it's a look I wish I could pull it off. You mean you kind of have stubble sometimes. Yeah, but I gotta wait like six months for it to come in and then it's... <laughs> yeah, it's Just slowly weird. maintain it. I skip stubble and go straight to Mexican 15-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you didn't specify man or woman there. I mean, they're both grown mustaches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, let's see if uh, either of these next two can, you know, you can relate to them. We have mutton chops up against the classic mustache, also known as the chevron. Whoa, what's the mm. chevron? What's the classic? Because I know what the mutton chops is. I, I, I'm i picturing either Wolverine or uh, in the summertime song. What's that guy's name? In the summertime when the weather is hot. What's that guy's name? He has mutton chops, but he looks real filthy. Uh, Mungo Jerry. There we go. Mungo Jerry. Sounds like a cat's character. Yeah, look at that guy. Wow, those things are <laughs> powerful. Those are pork chops man he's got the eight ounce that's an extension of the hair (laughs) he looks like if andre the giant didn't grow really big (laughs) the chevron is just your classic mustache jared above the lip i've never heard of it called the chevron though that was a first for me too yeah i had yeah i I like it i like it because i would say that that's what my dad has that's what like a lot of you know standard people that's what they're rocking Think Henry Cavill in uh, Justice League. Magnum P.I. Think, um, think Tom Selleck, Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some pretty solid chevrons out there. It's clean look, classic. I think the mutton chops, the, the, looking at that, you're, it's dirty. It looks, <laughs> you shouldn't be having that. With the connecting to the mustache, I, I'm going mustache. I feel like that's clean. That's the standard. People get it. Mutton chops, you, you might be, it's hit or miss. Why don't, why don't you vote, Seth? I'm torn here for different reasons between these two. Yeah, I, I also am going to go with the Chevron. You don't have to break a tie here. The mutton chops to me, that that almost reminds me of racism more than, than <laughs> the handlebar. <laughs> Typically, mutton chops are like, they just look unkempt and gross. You always look a little bit pervy with a mustache, just a mustache, but at least you can like trim it up and make it look good. Yeah, that's a fair point. I don't think I've ever seen mutton chops that looked intentional other than Wolverine at mm. certain points. Like, there's some pretty good-looking Hugh Jackman mutton chops in certain cases. You just look like you're about to put on, like, one of those, um, you know, the, the the caps that are flat on top and then get a musket and go out to war with mutton chops. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, I don't like the word mutton chop or the, the title mutton chops. I much prefer thigh ticklers, <laughs> which uh, I think improves upon the style in general if you talk at that. But it gets beat out here by the chevron. Too classic to uh, be beaten in round one here. Well, speaking of another classic, in the next round we have a full beard, your classic full beard, versus the soul patch. Ah, uh, oh, the old smash mouth, huh? Yeah. Are we voting now or are we voting in 2002? Because that's going to affect. <laughs> well, and see, that's the thing. In my mind, mutton chops, if it was the 70s, would have won. Today, not so much. So that's my uh, thinking there. If that's the case, this is a quick one for me. Uh, a full beard, a nice clean one. I'm not into the big, huge, wacky, long beards, but a nice, tight, mm-hmm. well-kept beard like Seth wears, honestly. I, I much prefer it. The soul patch, I am certain you're on the sex offender registry if I see you with the soul patch in 2021, so I, I can't vote for that. Yeah, yeah. Either that or you're in the band Aqua for some reason. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a time and place. I don't even know how many years the Soul Patch was hot or a thing. I think it was like from 94 to maybe 97. I got to go with the full beard. And the other ones, that the first two that we voted against, I could at least find an example of someone looking good with it. I cannot. I'm scrolling through a lot of Soul Patches. It is not happening here. What about AJ from uh, Backstreet Boys? Ooh, there you go. Yeah, I, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, it's a goatee with, did, uh, with did, that. Did Chris Kirkpatrick have a, a soul patch from NSYNC? Is that what I'm thinking of? You may be. That does sound familiar because I'm pretty sure that the shiny teeth guy had one. Yeah, he is rocking a soul Who's patch. Who's the shiny teeth guy? Chip Skylark. From Fairly Odd Parents. Oh, okay, 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 yeah. The shiny teeth, that's my Full beard, moving on. Final matchup of the first round we have, speaking of goatee, we have a goatee also referred to as the Van Dyke. Whoa. Beard knowledge. Very classy. You're not supposed to call him that. (laughs) (laughs) The chin strap. Oh, no. I don't know about the chin strap. Whoa, that is not what we wanted to see. Cody, you Googling that. (laughs) Yeah, glad this isn't a video podcast for that one. Didn't know chin strap was a sex act. I will say there have been some classic chin strap looks. Uh, My favorite chin strap belongs to Reggie Bush when he was at USC playing football. I thought this was a nice, neat look. Looked good on him. It was sharp. I used to aspire to a chin strap. I've since given up on that dream. Looks good. But honestly, I think it matters if you're white or black when you have a chin strap. Yeah. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. That that does matter. It looks a lot cleaner on a black guy than it does on a white guy. You, you have to have some... Yeah, definitely styled. <laughs> there's, a, there's a certain length to it. And I think you also have have to have somewhat of a straw jaw, strong jaw. I think it depends on oh, your, yeah. your actual hairstyle, too. That's true. Yeah, it's got to work with the hair, and the jaw is doing a lot of the work if, on a chin strap. If done right, with the right hairstyle, chin straps, I think, can be good on anyone, but the yeah, you know, there's some bad ones out there, too. That's cool. true. And it's got to be tight. It's got to be neat and clean. If it gets even just a little bit scraggly, it looks awful immediately. <laughs> the goatee, a little bit lower stakes, right? You can have a little bit of a sloppy goatee and still look good. Mm-hmm. There's some classic goatees out here, man. There's a lot of variations of the goatee. Look up Van Dyke. Dick Van yep, Dyke. this is what I thought. That's a dirty website. Yeah, why are they all in vans? A lot of Dick Van Dyke photos here. Yeah, oh, that too. Um, <laughs> 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 wow, we're just all over the uh, sexy websites here. Yeah, we got some classics here. We got, uh, well, Tony RDJ. Stark, yeah. RDJ, rocking that one. Got some uh, Leo DiCaprio, Johnny Depp. He's got a, a, a modern classic goatee. A lot of people like that on him. Yeah, a lot of goatees. A lot of goatees out there. It's a sharp look. It can be. It can be really gross. Goatees can be really <laughs> awful. It just. I think it depends a lot on the man. I'm going to go with goatee. Mine's simple. One, one answer. Four words. Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? He's got a goatee. All right, and that that's a clean one. That's a clean one right there. Yeah, Incredible. I think that, I think there's too much stakes, too high, too too much risk with the chin strap. So I got to go with the goatee here. Stone Cold's yeah. is clean because you know it didn't get caught. All the beer he drank didn't get caught in his beard when he's drinking. It just go through, you know. So it never was just like hanging there, gross or anything, you know. It's important. You got to be you got to be able to drink your beer cleanly. What? What? Because if you're gonna have a beer, what? And then another beer, what? And then another beer. What? Shot of tequila. What? Bloody Mary. Oh, what? <laughs> Double shot of vodka. All right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> you got to have a clean goatee. Otherwise, you're not getting away with all that. So, shouts out Stone Cold for basically winning single-handedly this round. Goatee going on. We have then in our semifinals the handlebar versus the classic chevron mustache. I don't know. It's possible to look like a complete douchebag with both of these looks. But I think at its best... I'll vote first here, and I'm going to take the Chevron. I think at its at its at its optimal best version of it, I think it's a, a cleaner look. I think it's a better, more respectable look. The best version of a handlebar to me is Sam Elliott, and Sam Elliott's dope. Don't get me wrong, but you mean to tell me that like, oh my God, look at this Freddie Mercury looks incredible. Tom Selleck from back in the day. The Henry Cavill one though is is it's it's early to tell because it's pretty recent, but I, I think it could down, could go down as a top one ever. Mm-hmm. I, I got to go with the Chevron. Yeah, yeah, same with Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, I <laughs> totally agree. Yeah, the handlebar, cool. It's it's a gimmick here or there, but yeah, I got to go with the Chevron. Look at that. Oof, so good, the Pedro. <laughs> Incredible. Wow. I agree. Chevron moves on. And then the other matchup, we have the Gotti versus the Full Beard. Ooh. The full Monty. 
Again, I think, uh, you know, how we kind of said the variants of the goatee, kind of some uh, leeway. The beard length, you can go anyway. You know, you can be American moonshiners or whatever, or just very kind of neat and clean, essentially like a chia pet. I like a short beard. I don't like a lot of volume on my beard. I like just a nice tight one. Accentuates the, the jawline a little bit. A couple of good examples of this here. But both of these, the goatee and the beard, if it's not really dialed in, it can look like shit really fast. Mm-hmm. Mm. I guess I'm curious. Have you ever seen like a really good looking, somewhat decent long beard? Because I feel like um, once it gets to a certain length, it's kind of like, I don't know about this anymore. It's not my style. I don't tend to like them, but I have seen some where I'm like, oh, he definitely is keeping that one up. Like uh, there, here's a photo here. Obviously you can't see this for the podcast. This guy cleans his beard and brushes it and does all the stuff you were supposed to do with beards. And it's long. And then there's other people whose long beards look like this. And I'm like, ah, that's just gross, dude. You're just letting that come out of your face. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like a lot of length myself, but. That's what she said, ladies. But you may have just helped me decide what I was voting for here, Jared, because I don't know that I've ever, I've seen goatees and gone, that one doesn't offend me. (laughs) 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 But I'm not sure that I've seen a goatee and been like, awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Seth, have you ever, you're a a full beard man, uh, and it looks sharp on you, I will add. Um, (laughs) You ever consider going down to just the goatee, or you like the full beard the way it is? I wouldn't encourage it, just for for whatever that's worth. I don't quite have the connection with the goatee. I don't think Mm. it would look great. Like, it's already kind of thinner there. Like from mustache to kind of lower yeah, down lip to the chin area. area. Yeah. yeah. Like if I if I cut my beard short enough, then it doesn't quite connect type of thing. I I wouldn't do that. I think I would maybe sometimes consider mustache, just going mustache on its own. But no, I think otherwise I'm I'm a full beard or nothing. I'm gonna vote to set up a final that will decide Seth's next hairstyle. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna key I'm gonna go with the beard here. I'm going to make this interesting for Seth. I, I'm going goatee. How are we going to solve this? we got to flip a coin. Tie break, Seth. Can you scroll back up a second? What is that con- Whoa. orange contraption or red contraption? What we're looking at here, folks, is You're going to play a game. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> it definitely looks like the thing that rips your face apart and saw, but it's a goatee template and lineup oh. tool. You So it's adjustable, and you you hold it up to your face, and you shave around it. Honestly, not a bad idea. Yeah, it seems like an obvious idea. I I guess I'm surprised I haven't seen more of this. Or maybe it's just because I don't have facial hair to shave. Do you you think they make them for pubes? (laughs) (laughs) I guarantee they make them for um, for the follicles down south. Bet money they got little designs you could shave in. I'll I'll just go ahead and and, uh, end the suspense here. I'm going to go full beard. Just generally, I think, like you said, cleaner, more accepted look in general. So. Sets up a hell, of a hell of a final for us here, Seth. Yep, we have the chevron slash classic mustache versus the full beard. Hmm. Full Monty. The whole kit and caboodle. I guess one thing, I would love listeners, especially women, I'm curious where they're leaning on this because I feel like guys' tastes might be a lot different. Also, I've, I, I don't have facial hair. Seth, can you confirm nor deny... Facial hair makes you, like, not, like, look hotter, because it might, but, like, just body temperature-wise. Does it hold heat in? I don't really think like utility. I've noticed being warmer. Hmm. With the fa- I mean, definitely, like, sweating runs through the beard sometimes, and that can get kind of gross, I guess. Gross. Um, but then during the winter, you might be warmer, right, outside? Yeah, I guess the face is, you know, that, that part of the cheeks is a little warmer. But, like, that's more of just, like, a protection from the wind, I think. Keeps my face a little more moist, I guess. Not quite as dry. But not really, not, not during the summertime. I don't really notice it being any worse, I guess. Okay, so so wind protection for beard. I'm assuming the Chevron does not have that. You can't have hot cocoa with whipped cream with either of them because it's going to get stuck. So that's yeah. definitely a negative. It is a little bit annoying sometimes with with certain foods. A lot of straws in your life? No. I mean, it's not really not. Because I like to keep my... I don't like to let the hair go over the lip. I'm more of a trim up guy. Listen up, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta keep it off the lips so that you can get your lips on some lips. You know? <laughs> what are you doing there, smooching? Oh, that's nasty. For myself, I'm going to clean the chevron. I think that that's like the OG classic mustache. When you, when you tell a kid about a mustache, you say, draw a mustache. That's probably what they're drawing. 
for our reference here for voting, I, I've got a picture of Tom Selleck with a, just a mustache and a full beard. Maybe the best example of both, just for our reference here. Seth, what are you thinking? You lean in one way or the other? I am voting beard here. So I will break the tie. This is hard. This is hard, <gasps> I will say. Here is the deciding characteristic for me. And, and as you said, Jared, I'll put a poll up on Spotify for folks who listen out there. Ladies, weigh in and, and see. Because I don't know what the ladies are looking for necessarily in a beard, but what I look for in facial hair is to make me look more manly. And I have worn a mustache. And when I do, I still look like a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I think a, a well-done beard can take a man from weakling to, you know, at least man. And sharpen up the jaw. I think you, the the added benefit of what a beard can do for your jawline um, and your chin, and the 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 sideburn activity, get a little thigh tickling in there. Love the mustache, I, I do, but I think the beard is doing more for more people. The mustache, you gotta have a specific look, specific personality. Otherwise, you look like a total weirdo. So I love it on Tom Selleck. I love it on Henry Cavill. But generally speaking. I'm going to have to go with the beard here and, and, and crown our champion. Just the, the classic clean full beard look is going to take home the prize here. For three for the win. Yes! LeBron James at the buzzer! We're clearly fans of the classics, though. Uh, I didn't see any twisty villain side mustaches, none of that crazy stuff. The chin-only beard would have been an interesting one, but I don't think it would have gotten deep. But I think what we <laughs> learned here is uh, let's not get too creative, you know, if it ain't broke. If it ain't broke, what? Oh, uh, don't then don't shave it into a mustache if it ain't broke. There you go. Well, this will be one. Uh, maybe folks out there will have opinions. Like we said, especially the ladies. We want to know, uh, are our criteria any different than yours? Put a poll up in Spotify so you can check this one out uh, and comment. Let us know if we missed and if there was a better. Also, if there were any snubs that we forgot, let us know what you like. So going into November, I know Dan Rotert out there. He is going to have an opinion on the facial hair. He gets very creative, likes to try a lot of different stuff. So well, I'll be interested to hear his thoughts as well. But as far as we're concerned, socially constipated facial hair champion, going to the classic full beard look. A tournament of trivial topics. Fight. All right, folks. Well, hope, hopefully you enjoyed the tournament. Let's turn the page here, get into some headlines. A couple more topics coming at you in bathroom reading. Sitting on toilet. Sitting on toilet. Jared, we lead with you, and I think we alluded to this on the shows last week. You, you've been fighting quite a battle. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of success for you over this past 12 months over on TikTok, and I guess they decided to put you up into legendary difficulty You've been dealing with a, a lot of stuff here lately in 2021. Why don't you catch the folks up on what's going on between you and the big social media? Uh, yes, the great TikTok fiasco of 2021. That's what it will be remembered as on the podcast. You know, I've had I've had great success. I've had great, you know, luck, I would say as well on, on TikTok. You know, they've been really, really good to me for the last like 11, 10, 10, 11 months. But in the last month and a half, and I looked it up, I thought it was two months, two and a half. It's one and a half months pretty much to this time. I have had such a headache, such bad luck. Someone at TikTok might not like me, maybe a fan out there reporting my stuff. I don't know, but this has been an ongoing just a crusade, I would say. So I, in the last month and a half, have been banned slash flagged for community guidelines seven times. Holy shit. This is insane. Like, pretty much my profile is like one one sneeze away from just disappearing from what it <laughs> sounds like. But it is so frustrating because I don't know what I'm doing wrong, and I don't know what to do to make it right. Because... I've mentioned this to you guys a couple of times, and even if you're just scrolling the For You page, the front page of TikTok, you're going to see someone's junk in gray sweatpants. You're going to see a girl shaking a thong bikini. You're going to see a joke that is very, you know, it's playful, but very much is bullying, harassment, you know, that's what comedy usually is. Mm -hmm. And these guidelines are ridiculous, because I'll just work down the seven times that this has happened. So the first one... 
I actually think that there was a couple before this, but they might have been solved. But one of them was I just did a funny little sketch, and it was the cover of a comic book. And it was like, what if Spider-Man was sexy? And, you know, you kind of see the outline of a, of a sexy woman, fully clothed. It's just Spider-Man looking sexy. That was taken down for graphic nudity and adult content. And I'm like, but there's, there's this 18-year-old girl in Florida that is deep throat and ping pong balls in a in, in a thong bikini like what, what what how is that passing the go so i was like okay maybe i need to be a little bit better about this maybe that okay that was maybe you know pushing the line a little bit i'll be better the next three times i got hit were for comments on my own videos responding to followers fans people that have watched my videos one of them was a cat like, I, I posted a video of me, like, doing something funny with a cat in a hat. The, the, the comment that was flagged for inappropriate, uh, I think it was, uh, this one might have been harassment and bullying. It was a cat emoji with a hat emoji in reference to cat in the hat that was in the video. So that got flagged. Very offensive comment. Can't have that on TikTok at all. You know how it is. A cat and a hat emoji. That is nope. pretty much QAnon spelled out right there for you. <laughs> Maybe the kids are calling each other pussyheads. And that I don't know. Think that, that's the only thing I can think of. Maybe the hat symbolizes something. Very, very strange. The next one was, um, I mean, I think someone made a joke and I put a poop emoji and then ha. That one again flagged for very highly inappropriate stuff. So people out there, poop emojis. Very offensive in 2021. They need to be banned from everywhere. This third comment, I would say that this one may be borderline I could maybe see. <laughs> and I just said, a three-inch, and it was someone talking about a Subway sandwich or something. It was a joke, whatever. <laughs> but in that context, you have no idea what it means. So all of these flagged for, I think, a combination of you know harassment, bullying, adult content, nudity, and just comments. And these ones, I actually went through, I found, I went through the app recently, and I found, like, different places where, the app, there's stuff hidden everywhere. And I found a list of all of these offenses. They never appealed those comment ones. So I sent in new appeals today, and hopefully someone somewhere uh, uh, looks into those. But then the next couple, the most recent one, it was actually a repost of a video. So the original video is still on my channel. No problem. This was from six months ago. I tried to repost it because I was like, hey, I'll throw up another, you know, throw it up again, see if people want to see it because, you know, six months of new followers and stuff, maybe they want to watch some of my older content. This one instantly taken down for graphic content and extreme violence. And this was a video of me just talking about a movie that had a reference to Family Guy where Peter Griffin and the chicken fight. And there's a five-second clip of Family Guy with the chicken and Peter Griffin fighting. That was extremely offensive to them. That was the last straw. So I'm currently banned for four days. I can't post, comment, like, go live, or anything. The one before that, I made um, a video, and I used one of the preloaded sounds on TikTok. And again, people listening, you, you, if you're not familiar with TikTok, this is all going to sound gibberish, rocket science maybe to you. Um, <laughs> but there's like different audio cues that you can pick. I found this one that I thought was funny. I looked at kind of the template of how they did it, and it was basically like, hey, this person looks like this thing. And the original video is, Jeffrey Bezos looks like Clippy from Microsoft Word. And, you know, haha, funny joke. And I was like, okay, well, I'll do that. And I took a celebrity and said they look like something. Instantly flagged harassment and bullying. We don't tolerate that on this app. You can't be making fun of people. That is, that is wrong. What could happen to their feelings? But when you click on that audio, there's over a thousand videos that follow that same template of essentially people saying someone looks like this thing, which when you boil it down would be bullying and harassment by their standards. I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't know if someone's out to get me. I my my views everything is almost at a standstill. Like I you know we we talked months ago where I was you know skyrocketing the numbers were were almost fake and now I'm like at a standstill. So I'm like what do I do? You know I don't want to lose all of this hard work, essentially 12 months of work now. So I start diving into finding, you know, customer service, maybe a, a Twitter profile or a, or an Instagram account that I can maybe message someone customer service. 
and figure out what is going on. Maybe talk to an actual human to figure out, you know, what I can do. This is basically the scene from Always Sunny, the Pepe Silvia situation of Charlie Day just connecting all of these dots on a map saying that this person exists <laughs> i go down to essentially customer service i'm like carol carol where are you open up customer service there's not a goddamn soul in sight customer service for tiktok doesn't even exist this is the biggest video app they actually had more users recently than youtube and not a goddamn person works at this company I think robots are running TikTok at this point because I cannot talk to a single person. I found four different Twitter accounts today, tried to tweet at them. I had a couple people, just strangers, tweet me back and say, oh, yeah, no one will ever respond from those accounts. You have to go through this person. And they sent me a user. And again, this could have been spam or whatever. They sent me a random private user to go to Instagram who said, I am just a regular guy that tries to help people get their accounts back. What is going on with TikTok? Yeah. It was basically, like, not even a third party. It was a fourth party. Like, this guy's like, eh, just do this in my free time. So I want to know, how do you have one of the biggest apps in the world and no one is working, like, customer service or anything? This is this is infuriating. It's crazy. Maybe you're at the precipice of, like, finding out that TikTok was actually just invented by a robot. Maybe. Like, does anybody own TikTok? Do we know? There's got to be a person somewhere. My understanding right? is some. I think China owns it. So so oh, maybe it's China. maybe it's a whole fiasco with that. But I I started diving into this because I want to figure out you know just someone to talk to, and all of their stuff reroutes you to just their community guidelines page, which has the most generic one paragraph thing per category of like you know the bullying, the violence, or whatever. Like we don't tolerate this. But there's not a single actual soul that you get to talk to. I've definitely been through like, oh, it's it's annoying to get to a person like, you know, press zero for a person mm-hmm. and it gives you a recording and it's like, tell me what you want. And then you're like, I want to talk to someone. And they're like, oh, I can help you with that. Like that shit's annoying. But at least you eventually get to someone. It sounds like yeah. you're miles deep in this hole and there is no one living there. No, that is no. fucking brutal. That's and the thing is, it, it again, it's just frustrating because it's very much hindering kind of the progress that I had been going. I had these goals for myself. I, I, I've actually gotten some sponsorships, like people that I'm doing work for through TikTok. And that's kind of putting a hindrance on that, therefore limiting my potential and also income. So it's just like, what is going on? And and I've actually talked to a couple people kind of in the, the comic book, movie, TV sphere, and they've recently been having this happen too. So I don't know if it's widespread. I don't know if they're just hitting certain people, but it is mind-boggling how bad their AI is, but then also even worse that no one in this company exists. There's no way to undo it. Well, there's no yeah. control Z. Yeah, like if, if there is something, it says, oh, submit an appeal. And all you do is click a button. It's not like you, because YouTube, submit appeal, you click a button, you fill out a bunch of information, you say why you're appealing it, and then they'll say, we'll get back to you in 24 to 48 hours. This is just submit an appeal, and it goes into the ether. Either one of two things. One, you should like, from now on, record all of your interactions and emails and like, calls or what like if you get anywhere you should like just document it and make a little tiktok doc documentary a tiktok doc oh tiktok, um, TikTok documentary <laughs> Ooh, there we go and like expose like this is tiktok exposed and like do do something like that where you or just make something up and like in the end it's like there's a, a monkey or a dog <laughs> like who's actually running it and just like poking their their nose on the keyboard the other thing though is you could totally create like a fake twitter account that's like tiktok help and then, um, like, give people fake advice and fuck with people on it. Oh, yeah. You'd get a shitload of followers on there, probably. So probably <laughs> a lot of people going through this. Easily. And the thing is, like, Twitter and Instagram, Twitter not so much, Instagram has been posting stuff, like, stories. So I'm like, okay, someone there, maybe someone there, is is controlling this. Again, now that you're uh, talking, talking out loud, talking to you guys, maybe everything is entirely AI-driven, which would be baffling like this this what if this blew up and exposed like you're saying just exposed like the biggest app in the world was developed by no one it was developed by ai it's yeah, run by AI. that would be terrifying skynet man 
This is this is the day one. Yep, that's how they oh, get us. Man. They get us all hypnotized on these these fucking minute videos. All right, guys, if if I'm not here next week, I was murdered by TikTok or me yeah. since you're coming up to Cedar Rapids. Yeah, that too. <laughs> well, what if TikTok hacks into like uh, the, our scooters that we're gonna be riding, oh, hits shit. the brakes, and I fly over and then get hit by a car? Oh, this is you not have good. found me. You will turn left. <laughs> yeah, you better start documenting stuff. Make sure your life insurance is up to date, Jared. You might have uncovered something here. That sucks oh, balls. I mean, that is that's it's really frustrating because that is your job. <laughs> like, that is annoying to have to find a way to fix it. I think for the listeners out there, for folks who are hearing this, what it emphasizes is how important it is to follow J Buck on as many of the platforms, right? Absolutely. So yes. You're not going to get a lot on TikTok this week, so get over to YouTube and Twitter to stay updated. The Instagram fans backup accounts on TikTok. So I'm a few bands away from just selling butthole pics, people. Hmm. Yeah. J Butthole. <laughs> Start submitting more bands so you can get those butthole picks quicker. I mean, that might be <laughs> the other solution. Yeah. I literally saw a nipple on Instagram the other day. So you can post your butthole there if you want to. Damn, there we go. Cody, your camera was just facing front forward. You, you didn't see <laughs> Damn it. Again? That was my nipple. <laughs> I hate when that happens. Make sure you get out there, folks, and, and follow all the different accounts for J Buck, including the backup TikTok that's out there but youtube uh you can catch the shorts out there twitter instagram all that stuff just stay up to date otherwise you might completely lose track of jared either when he's murdered or if they do actually kill his account which would be (laughs) tragic because that is a lot of work oh my god i don't even want to say that but that's been looming in my brain i don't know what will happen if that happens no yeah let's not think about that that's bad news TikTok, we hope you get it together, and we know you can hear us because you're everywhere, and you're an AI. We've learned our lesson. Jared (laughs) has learned his lesson. He will no longer use emojis. Let him be. Let him be. Let me be. For the humans out there, follow him everywhere. We're going to have to make a lot of noise about this TikTok thing in order to get some attention. Seth, we're not going to be the only ones making noise. Sounds like uh, I'll let you fill in the blank there. (laughs) I know, like... Jared, you haven't had to experience this in a while, uh, you uh, know, not, have, not having worked in an office. But, uh, and I know Cody, you, you know, worked, have been working from home for a while, like in and out of the office type of thing. I though have been working in the office. You know, I never worked from home at all. And so, this is something I've been dealing with for a while. But it's something like lately that I've noticed more because there's people coming back into the office. Is that, and there has been people back in the office. But I, my stomach has a routine of noises it's it's down to a schedule almost you know weekends i I tend to you know eat worse foods what have you and so mondays my stomach is gurgling and it's not even necessarily like gas or anything it just almost is like digestion it seems like i can never tell how loud it is i don't know if it's something everyone can hear if i have earbuds in so it's almost like a feeling thing like in here the the vibration in my stomach, but it goes like almost all day <laughs> on Monday. Like every, it's just digesting all of the food. Cause I typically don't even eat lunch at work. So it's just digesting food all day basically. And so I don't know if you guys have experienced this before or worry about this. Like if you're in a place that's quiet and your stomach's making noises, if this is something that you've experienced or, or, or if it's something that you uh, worry about when you're in a quiet place. It doesn't happen to me a lot, but when it does, I always just call it out right away. Like if, if my stomach makes a loud noise and I feel confident someone else heard it, I'll, I'll go like, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. I don't, my stomach, I guess, wants something. <laughs> I'll, I'll do like one of those. But yeah, I'm not like, where, that's if I'm having a conversation with someone. Like if, if it's just an otherwise quiet room or if I have headphones and I'm not sure, that's yeah. a tough spot to be in. That's yeah. the old, um, that's the processing. You know, when you, your computer, you're on your laptop and you try to run a video in 4K and your fan starts whirring. <laughs> or like your PlayStation 4 when you try to play yeah. Ghost of Tsushima. <laughs> that's, what, that's what's going on in your stomach. It's, yeah. it's working on all that weekend Taco Bell, man. Yep. Is your office quiet? Pretty quiet, yeah. Okay, so, so cubicle height. Is it the, the mid-tier or all the way up? 
mid yeah mid-tier. it's mid okay yeah. so the, so maybe that's that's reverberating a little bit more i don't maybe they hear you i don't know i can't i can't tell honestly i feel like i i'm more of probably like cody where i'll say something or if you know whenever i was working in an office it'd be you know maybe you're sitting there training with someone having a meeting and it's just like and then it's like oh man i just i just didn't have breakfast or i'm starving or something like that but if it's all day that's funny but two, maybe there's people that are like, God, it's Monday again. I, I can't. Seth's stomach. I, I don't want to go into work. Like, I'm going to quit because of his stomach. <laughs> Could be. Yeah, it's 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 pretty much all day on Monday. And usually the rest of the week is fine. But it's annoying because I can't control it. I can't. I, I can shift around a little bit and, like, you know, maybe feel like if maybe like a, a you know a blurb you know a gurgle or a blurb or whatever you want to call it is coming up but it's very strange well it's not it, okay correct me if i'm wrong but it's not uncomfortable right no not really i can okay. i can just start to feel the stomach working i guess because if that was the There's case action. i'm like well you got to just pound a shot of a uh, pepto every monday or take yeah. some gas x or something like that no Sounds like you might need to drink some acid. <laughs> <laughs> Burn it all down. Now, this is where I would start getting concerned. If the stomach noises sound like farts, because no. I have had those. Oh. I've had the stomach noises that sound like farts, and then I got to be like, wait, that's my stomach. I didn't just fart. I didn't I've had fart. a number of those. You got to make sure people know that you're not blasting off in your drawers. Um, <laughs> they're not going to like that. But stomach noise. Also, I feel like the average person, anyone reasonable, knows that you can't control whether or not your stomach makes noises mm-hmm. and so you know it's not like a no one should be holding you you know no uh, no one's saying anything but there are people that so like sneezes are a thing right that you can't necessarily control the force of a sneeze but you can control the sound you make with a sneeze the sound you make with a sneeze is completely that's you and so you can control that. And I've worked with people in the office who make obscene sneezing noises. <laughs> and that drives me fucking nuts because I know that's completely controllable. They're just doing that to make a fucking noise. And so that's something that annoys me with people. But, yeah, the stomach thing, I, again, I don't even know if people hear it. But, yeah, I, I, I don't think people are mad about it. It's just something that I don't like when it happens. That's a tough one. I don't know if I have a salute. Maybe the folks out there can give some tips. We'll put a poll out. If you're on Spotify and listening, let, let Seth know what he can do about his stomach. Maybe, well, we're getting into winter. Maybe you can just start wearing some thick sweaters. If, anybody has, if anybody's got a good lead on a noise-canceling sweater, let us know. It sounds like that might be helpful. I've got a quick one to round us out here. I had a plane trip down to LA, went and watched the Rams beat the Lions this weekend. And something happened to me that has never happened to me before on a plane. I sat down handy. on the plane. I did not get a handy. Sorry. Anyone who's getting excited. I don't want you to listen to the story thinking that's what's going to happen. <laughs> Two handies. Ooh. No, not true. So I sat down. A woman sat next to me and she asked me a question like, when are we going to land or something like that? And I told her what time. And <laughs> we, you have struck- ears. <laughs> <laughs> we struck up a conversation and that conversation lasted the entire plane ride. It was like a two hour and 15 minute plane ride. We were talking the entire time. I never took my phone out. I had, I was going to edit a podcast. That's, this is part of the reason why the last, the two episodes ago, Entertainment Outhouse didn't come out till a month on a Monday because my editing time was taken up by this conversation. It was a really nice, pleasant conversation. This isn't a complaint. It was nice to talk to her. We had a lot in common. Uh, we swapped business cards. It was cool. It was just really nice. Nice, nice lady. Reason I bring it up is to ask you guys, like, I feel like usually I put off don't fucking talk to me vibes. I'm usually like headphones on, sweatshirt, sweatpants, that kind of thing. I had actually gotten dressed on this day. I'd showered. I wasn't wearing my headphones at the time. They were around my neck. And so maybe I kind of invited the conversation. I guess the question I have for you guys is, is this still a thing that you see people do? Or has this happened to you? Or would you be open to this happening, like actually sitting and talking to some, I know this used to happen back in the day before we had Netflix on our phones, but now was this weird and rare or am I a crazy person and forgot that normal people like to have conversations? I want to say, I'm not going to say it's weird. I think it's that it's very rare, but for what you do as a job, you also doing stand up and you doing uh, a podcast 
obviously you're going to probably continue the conversation. But if you're definitely putting off like, you know, those like, don't talk to me, I, I have shit to do vibes. I, I don't know, maybe how, how old was this second party, if you don't mind me asking, just an estimate potentially? I think, uh, and I apologize if, if she's listening out here and I get this wrong, I, I think she probably was in her late 50s. So I could see who initiated it, her? She did. And you're exactly right. Like, out of Midwestern politeness and, yeah. you know, obviously what I do for a living, I can keep the ball in the air. And so I would pass it back to her and she kept passing it back to me. So that's, that is kind of, there were a couple times where I started to kind of turn away and get my phone out and then she'd ask me a question and we'd spark it back up and I was never upset by it. But yeah, there's definitely that element of like, if you keep hitting it back to me, I'm going to keep hitting it back to you, you know? I mean, I try to avoid this at all costs. (laughs) I mean, there was, I think the last flight I took, the last flight I took before Nashville, there was a guy who was sitting next to me with his wife. And his wife was like reading a book and I could tell he wanted to have a conversation with me. I had luckily already gotten my earbuds out and they were in my hand. And so as soon as I found a moment, a break in the conversation he was trying to have, I threw my earbuds in and watched TV. Did I feel bad? No, not really. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I think people still try to do it. I I think to your, to your guys' point, it's, I think it is a little bit of like the older generation who, you know, might not want to watch stuff on their phone, but I prefer not to do that. Yeah. Maybe it's a thing like you're saying, the older generation. And again, with I'm throwing up quotes around older because it's not that much older. But maybe that's our future. Maybe in 20-ish years, that's what we then turn into of maybe, you know, life goes on where you may be losing contact with some people. Maybe we're not having the podcast as much, maybe something like that. And you're just trying to get that human interaction, potentially. I could definitely see that. Well. Typically, if I'm on a flight to go somewhere, I'm going to have a human interaction with someone I'm going to see or going to be with, you know, in that destination. So I don't need that. But also there's this roundabout way of looking at it is this person is stuck next to me. You found a break in that conversation, but they could have trapped you. They could have hoodwinked you into the whole ride like Cody. Exactly. And then at at that point, you got to be rude to get out of it. So that's it's a tricky it's a tricky scenario when you can't get up and leave. Also, I've seen that movie Red Eye. Ooh, where, yeah. They, you know, murder ends up happening. Ben Stein? Uh, when someone, yep, Ben Stein's in that one. Oh. Not to give any spoilers, but he, he gets Visine later on, mm. and um, no more Red Eye. So, yeah, maybe uh, <laughs> maybe folks can comment on this, or we'll put a poll out. God, <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a reference from 1994. Clear eyes. <laughs> Bueller. The beach ball on the beach. When Ben Stein's Money was one of the best game shows. Oh, yeah, a top-notch game Incredible show. show. Oh, so good. I love that one. I can't believe he had that much money, though. Yeah, he gave away that's quite why, a bit. That's why, you know, people wanted to win it. He had too much. Tax purposes. That's why he was doing it. Never Very. forget that classic uh, Visine line, though. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Visine. <laughs> ben Stein crossing over with Friday Night Lights there, I think. Let us know, folks. Comment or jump in the poll and let us know. What do you think of airline conversations? Are you having them? What do you, you think of airline them? food? Well, my what's the deal with airline? I actually watched Ooh, some Seinfeld the, the other day. That's exact. Every every impression people do of the show Seinfeld is exactly right. That's all mm-hmm. it is. What's mm-hmm. the deal? Yeah. I've actually been rewatching all of that right now. I want to. I've never actually watched it all the way through. I want to watch that and Curb Your Enthusiasm because my girlfriend recently brought up to me that I am Larry David uh, <laughs> in that show. That the whole point of that show is him going <laughs> like I have a whole thing that I will save for maybe a different podcast about wedding gifts. I'm anti-wedding gifts. One of my tenets of that is I have one income. You now have two. Why should I buy you a toaster? And she pointed out to me that that's exactly like something Larry David would say on Curb Your Enthusiasm. You got two incomes. What do I need to get you? You can get a toaster. It's $40. Get yourself a toaster. And so I, I think that I need to watch Curb to figure out whether or not I'm exactly like Larry David or just kind of like Larry David. And also, I know that in that show, nobody likes Larry David. And so (laughs) I need to take inventory and see whether or not I'm unlikable. Definitely put a pin in that because that'd be a fun one to come back to. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Let us know, folks. Uh, What do you think about airplane conversations? 
any tips for Seth on the stomach noises? And if you can find the mysterious guy in the lighthouse that speaks for TikTok, let us know because we got to get him in touch with Jared. But in the meantime, make sure you follow all of his stuff in case some of it goes unavailable for a bit. But uh, lots of good stuff this week in bathroom reading. Sitting on the toilet. Now flush. You know what the flush means. We are just about out of here, but uh, while you're pulling them up and washing those hands, we're going to leave you with one more thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. Another thing from my LA trip, I got to the airport and the hotel that I stay at when I go down there for Rams games has a shuttle that'll come pick you up at the airport. And I am declaring myself now to be a regular of LA in general and of the hotel, specifically though of this shuttle. The shuttle driver recognized me and called me by name. I was wearing my mask, the whole thing. And he came up and, oh, hey, uh, Cody, right? And it had been like several weeks since I had uh, stayed at his hotel, but he recognized me. We chatted about the Rams. And it was one of those things, every time that this happens where someone's like, will you have the usual or you know, mentions you by name when you didn't expect them to. And you're like, oh shit, I'm a regular. Uh, mm-hmm. I had that experience and it was, uh, it was good. In this case, it was a nice one and uh, I was pleased by it. But that's always, that's one of those nice little things in life that I, I tend to enjoy unless it's something awful that I'm a regular at. But in this case, it was a nice one. Shouts out to Carlos, the, um, the shuttle driver for the, uh, the Hilton that I stay at down there in LA. Nice, man. I want to be the regular at something. My one more thing this last weekend, it kind of just, it was it was like a rainy kind of uh, dreary day or whatever on the Sunday here and whatnot, and I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but uh, Cody, belated birthday, gifted me with an air fryer. I've been talking about it for weeks, months, maybe years now. Great gift. Thank you again. I finally busted that some beach out, cooked up some tots, cooked up some popcorn chicken. It was delicious, but I will say... There's a big learning curve. I need to learn how to actually use the thing um, because the <laughs> tops and bottoms got real cooked. The middles did not, so I put it back in there. A lot of the stuff kind of got a little overcooked, so I, I I need some pointers. I need some potential recipes. Less heat, more time. It's not even that. It's Jared put an entire bag of what he was cooking <laughs> in there. So I, The basket was big enough. I just dumped it in, yo. Yeah, the basket is big enough to... It you know if you fill it to the brim, but then the stuff in the middle of the basket is not going to get warm. The other thing is just left it in there the entire time. No shaking. There was no shaking in the middle. Ooh yeah, yeah. You got to think about a James Bond martini when you're doing it. You got to. Yeah. <laughs> I did not know so. about this uh, this uh, this uh, shake technique. I guess because the nice thing about the air fryer is that it cooks relatively quickly. So if you put less in there. You know, and kick, cook it all the way through, get it shaken up so you have room to shake it up in there. That's why they leave more room in there, too, is so you can shake it up. They don't want you to fill it all the way. But then, let's say you want an entire bag of, of popcorn chicken. Hey, I don't blame you. I, I agree. I want an entire bag, too. Uh, <laughs> do, do half. And then while, while you're eating the first half, the other half's cooking. See, that's why, that's why they pay you the big bucks, man, right Thank there. You. Genius. That's Thank bloody you. brilliant. Then you get an entire bag of perfectly cooked popcorn chicken this is amazing because one you're absolutely right and this is genius uh, that you're completely smart about this i love it and i don't know jared if if you if you pick up on this there is a specific tone that seth's voice takes when he is he's like i am the expert on this you (laughs) and and you you're in it you're in your bag when you're talking about the air fryer and i was like i believe everything you're saying and i know it is correct because of how you said it and so if you're out there listening You can hear that in Seth's voice that he knows what the fuck he's talking about. So listen to him on this air fryer stuff. Exactly. And that's that's my one more thing is that Cody concedes from, uh, was it last week when we were talking about pizza being in the air fryer? That is, <laughs> it is better. So that's my one more thing. Well, I don't know about all that. I, there's still room. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I do have leftover pizza in the fridge right now. I'm going to use the pizza button tomorrow, and I'm going to use the air fryer on one. There's two pieces. Yes. I am going to do a taste test. All right, taste Jared, test. Just, just remember, when you have it in the air fryer, shake, shake the pizza. In there. <laughs> <laughs> you can't put the whole bag of pizza in there. Right? Okay, not the whole bag of pizza. Check. My one more thing, just a cautionary tale. I 
had some homemade salsa at home. It was provided. I didn't make it, I guess, but it was homemade salsa. And I wanted to spice it up a little bit. And I have in the past talked about the bomb hot sauce that I have, which is on hot ones. It's the really, really hot. It's like the third, second or third from last. It's the, the one that people always cough after they, they have it on the wing because they have a lot of it on there. I like to use it from time to time to warm things up. I decided to add some to the, the salsa. When I did this, I maybe wasn't in the correct frame of mind to be uh, you know, adding super hot <laughs> hot sauce. <laughs> and so I did like five drops of it in the hot sauce. And I began eating the chips and salsa, and my mouth within about a couple bites, a couple chips, was on complete fire. But I was very hungry, so I kept eating it. Needless to say, my stomach hasn't been the best the last day or so. I also decided to eat the rest of it today. <laughs> so, oh man. Yeah. Oh no. My stomach is, uh, it's doing okay now, but it may not be in the future. So just make sure that you have a clear mind, clear heart, clear eyes, buy a zine when you're making, <laughs> when, you're, when you're adding oh, hot man. sauce to salsa. Wow. Or to hot sauce to anything, really. That was perfect. Be careful with the bomb. Do not apply hot sauce while under the influence. It, it could go badly. Also, I think that might explain some of your stomach noises, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got the bomb going off. We got the air fryer learning curve a little bit there for Jared. And me giving a shout out to Carlos. Love being a regular down there at the Hilton. So fun stuff here in One More Thing. But I'm down to one more, one more thing. And that will bring us to the end of this episode of Socially Constipated. Hopefully you had some laughs with us along the way. Lots of, we need some opinions out here, folks. Let us know about your favorite facial hair, all the things from bathroom reading. Give us some advice there. And uh, Jared might need some air fryer tips as well. So weigh in, get out there to sociallyconstipatedpod.com. You can link there in the description box for this episode. Drop us a comment. Let us know what you thought of the episode and help us out with all these questions that we need to answer. Also, don't forget to join our mailing list and become an anchor wanker while you're out there. Appreciate y'all for doing that. We'll be back with more episodes of Gridiron Grunts and Entertainment Outhouse later this week. But for now, we're going to wrap up this episode of Socially Constipated. So for Jared Buckendall and Seth Ott, I'm Cody Michael, and we'll see you next time. Bye.